Things have changed so much over the past year. Theaters have shut down, some are closed for good, now they are reopening, productions shut down, then launched again, and only now it seems like we are beginning to figure out how to make movies again in this new state of things. Film markets and festivals have been canceled or moved online, restaurants and bars closed their dining rooms for a while, theme parks closed then reopened with restrictions and guidelines in place, people are working remotely, entire nations locked down. There's no debate. Things have changed in all industries, and when it comes to filmmaking, where a large majority of the working force is freelance and the filmmaking process is such a collaborative and social process, how are filmmakers going to respond going forward? I'm your host, Jared Isham, co-founder, chief creative, and filmmaker at Stageham Entertainment. Stageham Entertainment is dedicated to the development and production of independent entertainment for and in association with distribution partners. We aim to shift perspectives and broaden horizons through stories that touch the heart. This is the podcast, Filmmaker. Act one, solo filmmaker. We are currently in a very interesting time for the entertainment industry as a whole. When it comes to filmmaking, where the small to no crew films have been the brunt of many jokes and have not been taken very seriously, they may possibly be one of the only productions that will still be able to be made, or at least far easier to be made, even with high-profile talent and financing behind them. If you have ever been on the set for a tentpole movie or even watched the behind-the-scenes for one of them, this could even go for TV shows, you will notice an onslaught of cast and crew. It is not uncommon to have 100-plus crew on some of these shows. There are literally mini-villages moving about just to make a movie. It seems appropriate that they call it Video Village, right? Maybe the entire show should be called a county. Needless to say, those types of productions are going to be happening with much higher restrictions for quite some time, costing even more money. We as filmmakers need to think bigger in our ideas and understand how to execute them on a much smaller scale. If you are a solo filmmaker or even have been curious to try being a solo filmmaker, this is the time to embrace it. I would say that it is a fair bet that most filmmakers would agree that there are a lot of jobs on movie sets that are not that necessary. How often can you find someone sitting down waiting for something to do on a movie set? Almost always. The exception is when you don't have enough crew, then there is no resting and everyone is in a 10 plus hour a day hustle. This might be a time when we should begin rethinking what is needed on set and how we might approach this new normal. Now, to keep this episode relevant to the post-pandemic conversation, I think it is fair to say that the large tentpole blockbuster movie demise has been on the table for quite some time. Looking back at 2013, 
Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were giving a talk at the University of Southern California. The two talked about the Hollywood implosion. Now, quoting from The Hollywood Reporter, Lucas and Spielberg told the students that they are learning about the industry at an extraordinary time of upheaval, where even proven talents find it difficult to get movies into theaters. Some ideas from young filmmakers are too fringy for the movies, Spielberg said. That's the big danger, and there's eventually going to be an implosion or a big meltdown. It's going to be an implosion where three or four or maybe even a half dozen mega budget movies are going to go crushing into the ground, and that's going to change the paradigm. I'll link to the article in the show notes. Who would have thought that a pandemic could possibly be the tipping point? I think this is that moment when we as filmmakers need to rethink our creative strategy, how we plan to be ready for what has happened. Now, another question might be, what if an entire genre has a meltdown or an implosion? I kind of attribute the current superhero genre being very similar to the early Western genre of cinema history, like the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, silver screen era. This might be the uh, comic book era. However it is, there's a ton of superhero movies, and not making one seems to be going out of the norm. As a filmmaker, one thing that is a must is having a website, whether it is a portfolio to showcase your work or a website to promote your next film. They both need a website. For all of my websites, I use Bluehost. I can host multiple domains under one account. They have an easy one-click WordPress install where I can then choose from an endless list of themes and create an easily customizable website, along with a list of domain extensions that are always increasing. To get started, go to jaredisham.com slash bluehost. Act 2. Maximizing Opportunities The paradigm is definitely changing, and we need to really dig deep into our storytelling prowess to discover how we are going to get past this opposition to succeed. We have a huge opportunity here, and I believe it is in leaning into what we have lost and using those losses to reinvent our assets. The one thing I believe will be very evident over the next few years is not those who are profiting off of bad circumstances, but those who are innovating in spite of them. Think of how much more favorable you would be seen if your innovation was in service to your market. This should be basic business practice for anyone, but how does being in service to your market apply to the entertainment industry? I think there are a lot of opportunities here. As many have transitioned to remote work and social distancing has become the new norm all over the world, a big issue that has arisen, among other things, is mental health. If we are able to provide an escape for even a moment with our stories, Could that be in service toward the mental health of the world? What about social justice? Where could you serve a cultural shift in perspective? 
Obviously, you will need to be even more conscious of the type of stories you tell, but this is a real conversation, even more so now. The other things we need to think of is how productions are being run. We cannot bring the village with us, at least not for the foreseeable future in the way we have done so in the past when we are making our films. Crews will have to be stripped down. Requirements of cast will have to change. We probably will have to rethink all the sexy romance we often see in films for the safety of those performing. If your cast does not feel safe, then your movie doesn't get made or it turns into a documentary. Maximizing your opportunity in a time like this is a long discussion, but hopefully we are getting the conversation started. Act 3. The Future What does the future look like for independent filmmakers? It is hard to say, but I believe that there will be a shift in how movies are made, and the value of being a prolific filmmaker will increase. Streaming platforms will become more prevalent, but what will the future of cinema look like in the next few years? With the small resurgence of drive-ins that seem to have happened in small communities across the country, was that a clue to a drive-in revolution? Or will that resurgence of drive-ins continue? Or was it just a spike? Will streaming shut down the movie-going experience? I believe we still have life left in the cinemas, but we will need to be prepared, read the signs, and learn to adapt and adapt quickly. The paradigm has shifted, but to what has it become? It may be up to us to decide. Don't let the opportunity pass you by. This is the podcast, Filmmaker. Collaboration between Stageham Entertainment and Dreamer Productions. Produced, hosted, and edited by me, Jared Eichel.